Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam. This is your host, Tariq Alameen, and we're broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM, streaming at WCEV1450.com. Now, if you are just tuning in, be sure to follow us, uh, like our pages on social media. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio Islam USA. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get yours at. Look for us at Radio Islam USA. All right, family, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about the response to Colin Kaepernick's Nike sponsorship. Uh, And it has been varied. And to be quite honest, I think there are more questions than there are answers right now. But wherever you stand on it, it is certainly worth something uh, discussing. So to get this discussion rolling, I'm going to be joined by the ever-present. I shouldn't say the ever-present, right? (laughs) But yes, I'll I'll use it. I'll use it in this case. You know what I mean? The ever-present, the impressive one, assistant producer Ibrahim Baig. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. And my good buddy. It's not movie talk, but we do more than movies. So we're talking. Bubba Murray, <laughs> filmmaker extraordinaire. Thank you for having me. All right, pleasure, pleasure. So let, let's start out first of all. Um, I'm going to go with, there's an old, I think it's from The Last Poets. says, the revolution will not be televised. An iconic line, and it really spoke to this idea that of a grassroots movement that would that would overturn the system, right? The, the revolution will not be televised. But we're in a mass communication. We're in a mass media um, time where there's very little that is not televised and very little that does not. Matter of fact, our movements are based now. They're, they're very much based in social media. So Nike um, sponsoring, uh, taking uh, Colin Kaepernick on, who was a symbol for, still is, as a symbol for the, the Black Lives uh, Matter movement, uh, who's a symbol for um, pushing back against police violence and police brutality and, 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 uh, and, and men of color, black men being killed uh, errantly by police, and, and, and who has paid a price. You know, he's paid a price for that. He hasn't worked. He hasn't, you know, sat out all of last season, uh, was not picked up by another NFL team, and now Nike. Nike, one of the, I mean, the biggest, you know, the, the, the Don Dada of, you know, of, 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 of shoe companies and, and, and apparel has ta- have taken them on. Has the struggle been co-opted? Is the revolution being televised? And has, wh- what does this do? What, 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 who, who wants to take first swing at this? But <laughs> I mean, I can jump in. It's. It's the, this whole revolution is all about television. Yeah. So it has to be televised. So so I think that the idea of a corporation getting involved in this as as a, as a negative is is misguided. Mm. And just in the sense of again, we're in a world where corporations now have to have to carry the burden of the moral uh the sense of morality in our country because it's not going to come from our elected officials so what institutions do we have to look to uh to help guide us both morally and 
uh, I'd say, economically. So, I mean, now they're your standards. You've got your religious institutions. You've got your educational institutions. And But then you get into those everyday worlds when you're forced to mix with people outside of your closed circle. And that's where it becomes things you buy or where you work or, again, laws that we have to follow. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like this is just a natural evolution as far as participation in the topics. So with Nike coming on board, I think this is less Nike co-opting a ground roots thing. But I look at it more as Nike taking a stand against other corporations who have been on the other side. Let's say like a Dick's Sports Mm -hmm. or Papa John's. All these corporations who have come out and said, we won't let our employees do this or we don't want them to do that. You know, and you're coming up against, you know, our tabloid president who is saying that the NFL has to. Since since you mentioned him, I have to say, so uh, Donald Trump tweeted Wednesday, says Nike is getting killed over the endorsement deal. And, of course, you know, he is one who is who is given to uh, hyperbole, right? Whatever he says, he makes his own reality. What, what is he talking about? He's talking about this going to harm them financially? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How yeah. does he know that already? Well, the first day the stocks dropped a little bit. Okay. They, but they dropped yeah. 2%. Uh, but, again, you're looking at who are the traders. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Those who are moving massive amounts uh, of money, you know, taking really big uh, chunks of stock. So, I mean, a one-day fluctuation is not something you don't base, you don't uh, make uh, any real valuation off of that. Vibrahim, did you have, oh, okay. See, I was going to say the, the thing, the trick is what do the other, with, with the Kaepernick thing, what do the other uh, sports icons or their, their, uh, like their the other, uh, other brands and stuff? Yeah, their other, the other brands. What, what do those athletes say? How are they going to react? Are they going to say, oh, now that you're supporting Kaepernick, we're pulling out? Well, you, I think you mentioned something that's definitely worth consideration. There is a natural apprehension, I think, to look at where the money is, right? Corporate sponsorship to, to think that it is simply self-serving, that it's just about itself. Uh, but there are people behind it. There are people that are making decisions on behalf of Nike. So, you know, somebody could say that maybe that there is – uh, that it's grounded in something deeper than just the bottom line. I'm a little hesitant to to go all in on that, but I, I do recognize that as a possibility. When you talk about the the I don't I don't, don't want to say backlash, but Nike getting killed, right? But um, over the endorsement deal, one of the things this college, uh, the College of the Ozarks, right? So it's a private Christian school in Point Lookout, Missouri. Uh, now they compete at the NAIA level. Not sure what that is, um, but it says that they're going to remove all uniforms purchased from Nike that contain the brand's logo. This on top of people posting videos of them burning their jerseys or shoes or whatever um, to to show their disapproval. What I did appreciate was Nike fired back. There's a I saw it on Instagram. I think it was Instagram. It says that um, instead of burning or ripping up the Nike, the jerseys, why don't you give them 
donate them to those millions of uh, veterans, homeless veterans that you claim to care so much about. So <laughs> I thought that was like. <laughs> I, I knew they said that why don't you just donate them to somebody in need or whatever. I didn't know specifically they said why don't you donate them to veterans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I did see that, and then, but again, when you read the, when you read the the comments, uh-huh. one person on that said, "Well, did Nike really write that?" So, I yeah, I mean that's fair. which I, I mean know. no, but I mean I think that's a good point. Yeah, uh, I don't know if if that's an official Nike statement, but it's still a really good statement. And it is. Back in my day, they used to call that a burn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good burn. Uh, I think that demonstrates how we can how it's important to separate between the corporation as one entity and having one identity versus the people that make up the corporation. I'm willing to believe that many people on many levels of the corporate ladder at Nike really are socially conscious and they really do care about the movement. But I'm still a little bit unwilling to believe that Nike as a corporation which whose goal is to make money mm-hmm. that that goal is now being you know supplanted by a more noble like goal in the long term in that when when all is said and done you know yeah yeah and and to and to kind of continue with that train of thought if that were the case right then we would see that playing out across the board not just when it comes to someone who stood up uh who who is tied to this uh to the black lives matter movement we would also see it in terms of their response to, um, uh, to to labor, right, and wages. And if we look at where, because I believe, and I'm going to find this, hopefully during the program while, while we're still on, but their shoes are made, I think, at, if they're made in, in China or Taiwan or wherever they make their shoes at. Somewhere in East Asia. I think they move around the location, you know. Yeah, when but it says, like, the shoes cost, like, you know, five $5 to be made. It's right. not. It's certainly not fair trade if the if that's what the, exactly. the phrase is now. Yeah. But the allegations of like s- brutal sweat shopping. Yeah. That was a long time ago. I don't know specifically what they've done to improve that or not. I'm assuming they've done quite a bit to improve it. Yeah. But I don't know the whole story. But as far as like having a fair trade type of scenario for the labor, no, definitely mm-hmm. not. And and I don't want to equ- equivocate. Um, I don't want to. Like I don't want to remove the significance of um, of those people, right? Mm-hmm. That are that are in the company saying, you know, we need to do something, and we're looking. You know, they always look for somebody that can be the face of a campaign, and saying, why not Colin? Right? Somebody had to had to bring it up, and I'm sure it was met with some resistance because these these corporations are very much uh, reflective of just the general the general uh, population, where you're going to have some folks who are pro and some who are anti. So I don't want to like gloss over that to say because you do one thing, things they come they come in time. Everything is not done all at the same time. Um, but do you think that this takes away from the um, it takes away from the the real meat of what Colin was standing up for, and or does this really put? Now, I think you kind of mentioned, but I, w- I want to just kind of put a put a period behind this. Do you really think that this is Nike Nike uh, Nike being one of the, the first companies to really come out and say, as as a as a brand, that we stand with the movement? I think it is them saying that, but the 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 question, the second question is, what are their motivations behind saying that? 
you know um like i said i think there's people there who are sincere but the bottom line of any corporation is going to be money you know there's just no way to change that yeah um and at the same time also i would add to that that kaepernick being kind of the unofficial um spokesperson of this branch of the movement the nfl aspect of it mm-hmm. um He's certainly, I think he's been accepted generally as the, the head, the unofficial head of the, you know, he's been expect, uh, accepted as the head of the NFL branch of this movement, right? Sure. So, to a large extent, I kind of think it's his call too. Um, now, I don't know whether he's doing it for free or if he's going to make obscene oh, amounts of money, money, you know? <laughs> um, I'm assuming he's going to make crazy money. Yeah. Um, so, that's another question mark there. Mm. Um if it's really about you know just the movement just the movement then would you do for free would you do for less money or you know the money is an issue but at the end of the day since he was he has been unofficially accepted as the spokesperson for this aspect this branch of the movement Mm -hmm. that's kind of his call yeah well again when i'm thinking of nike too i don't think they have to be about kaepernick's movement Mm. I don't think that's what this campaign is about. This campaign is about taking a stand and being willing to to suffer the consequences for whatever that is. So they aren't making a a call about police brutality or inequity or anything about that. They're just stating if you have a voice, use it despite your detractors. That's what they're saying. I mean, this is this is Nike. I mean, they're the w- weren't they Charles Barkley, you know, I'm not a role model. Yeah. And so so they they aren't they are in the forefront of this sort of controversial in your face campaigning. So and they are a huge conglomerate corporation. This isn't a a mom and pop. They have put in a lot of research into into having an well just into what is going to happen because of this campaign they didn't just come up with this speak speaking of, of the campaign um one of i heard one uh, one commentator talking about and he says that anybody he said michael phelps or simone biles and he mentioned some other athlete he said anybody could have said the words that uh colin kaepernick said now the most important words came at the very end and of course there's this uh there's an allusion to his own stance that he took it says believe in something even if it it was even if it cost you everything everything, right so that's probably the the most powerful point of it but it was more about all through it uh it's more about feelings it's very uh abstract uh now of course they do a great job in 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 the casting because they have uh they have the disabled they're, they're muslims they're young people they're uh, you know, I think I don't know if there's any, any any elder people in there, but they've got a really good mix, gender and uh, and so on with, with, uh, throughout this throughout this. But then he is the face, right now. How America sees him, how the world sees him, is definitely tied to the stance that he took on the football field, right? But that's not what they're that's not what they're pushing. They don't make any uh, allusions. They don't make any references to what. He um, made a stance about it was it was just about it was, it was a feeling right now. And, and I'll say this, too. I would not expect him to do this for free. Right. I mean, I would 
I'd have serious problems with them, right? Because they're gonna sell a lot of jerseys. They're gonna sell a lot of a lot of shoes and and and, and shirts and, and everything else because they are backing him. So it is so it's a business, right? Yeah. And right, get your check. But but I'm but on that note, they at least they picked somebody who you know they will put their money where their heart is. Oh, absolutely. Because he has proven that time and again. Now you've got the other side of the coin. If you have the you know, make America great again people saying something like that where where did monies from the trump foundation end up i mean this is a guy who started a school and is was convicted was found guilty of fraud mm-hmm. he is a con man so where is the moral equivalency of a con man leading a convicted con man leading the resistance or the opposition to a successful athlete who is willing to step away from his career mm-hmm. for, excuse me, a cause he believed in. You, right, well, while people are in it, they're not going to see, uh, I'd say they're not going to be able to necessarily see are right and wrong in this. They're they're going to be caught up emotionally. But let's say you know, a couple more years down the road, mm-hmm. say in 2020 when maybe we don't have, or 2018 when maybe we only have two years of a certain president. All right. And then people ha- can come back and reflect on these moments. Mm. Uh, I think I think as a corporation, yeah, Nike is at least is on the right side of this argument. And again, not the argument about the standing for the anthem or this and that because obviously they don't even know what this other side doesn't even understand what, what the protest about. is about right they're just on the side mm-hmm. of believe in your words and show conviction you can't call that a bad idea mm. okay hey, um what's the question you asked first? <laughs> i was gonna answer that question first uh, at My first bad. <clears throat> about does this mean that Nike is actually standing on are they are they aligning themselves with with the movement I think that's the question <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember no no there's a question after that but anyway there's another question okay <laughs> I'll answer it later um, I, I want to look at it for a second just from a purely um, finite business perspective for Nike okay now from a purely business perspective I do think it's a really wise decision. And why is that? Because, oh, yeah, here's the question that I was going to answer. I think you asked, couldn't anybody have said this? You know, Michael Phelps or Right, right, that's what they said. And I think the the answer is yes, technically anyone could have said it, but there's a whole context, the whole story that comes with Kaepernick that everyone knows about now. And so by taking in this person Kaepernick who has been basically blacklisted by all the teams and everything and saying yeah yeah, we'll give you a place to have your voice heard or whatever that's a pretty big statement in and of itself even if he doesn't directly reference Black Lives Matter or anything else in the movement yeah so there's that but back to looking at it from purely business perspective okay um and if you look at it kind of Bubba alluded started to allude to this where we have like red states blue states the country is as we know is fairly divided fairly polarized right now mm-hmm. now who is likely to buy who's more likely to buy sports equipment young people or older people younger people right and younger people are the ones who are also more likely to identify 
with uh, inclusivity, right? Such as Black Lives Matter, such as all different types of tolerance, telling different people of different groups, different backgrounds, everything like you see in the commercial. Right. Um, it's those same people who are more likely to play sports and buy sports equipment, right? So by appealing to them and kind of Nike is not going anywhere, right? People can boycott Nike, but it's reached such a level like Coca-Cola and whatnot where it's not going to go anywhere by, you know, it's just not probably. So sacrificing the business of the people who will boycott it and burn merchandise or whatever um, in order and the trade-off that they get for that is um, more appeal with younger people who are going to play sports and buy sports equipment. From that aspect, I think it's a very, very mm, safe move. It's a safe bet on the part of Nike, just from I'm a pure in, business perspective. I, I'm inclined. I, I agree with you 100% on that. Um, just because as we look at the demographic of America, as it's changing and this browning of America uh, is taking place, um, that's one of the things that in business, everything is about forecasting. It's about not just looking at what are your earnings right now or what they, what were they last uh, quarter last year, but also looking at what are your earnings going to be? What are you projecting 10 years down the line and 20 years down the line? And with that, um, I think this gives them an opportunity not just to situate themselves um, with this this new generation, this younger generation, but it also it also points back to uh, another uh, another issue that we don't talk about as much, but I think a guy like LeBron, LeBron James, uh, he embodies, and that is the power, and, and Colin as well, I think now, it, it embodies, it shows the power that these athletes have um, that they don't always wield, right? Because he had to agree. First of all, Colin had to agree to sign on with this. Uh, and it might have also been, I'm trying to think if I could see him doing this with Under Armour. Right or with um, with Puma or Adidas or anybody, right? And, and maybe so, maybe so. But there is definitely a cultural. Uh, there's a much, I think, a much deeper cultural relevance that Nike has because you go back to Jordan, right? Uh, you look at, at Kobe, you know, and and now uh, LeBron and and Barkley, and you know, some of the, the the greats have all been outfitted in Nike. So there's um, there's there's kind of this sensitizing uh, th- that's taking place because you say like anybody could have said the words but the fact that it was Colin who said them and then you know his struggle you know what he stands for it, it puts it yeah it does put it all in a different um, it puts it all in a different perspective so I think this is as much about the power of the athlete and their ability to shape values and influence people as it is about a um uh, a campaign uh, for for you know for a brand, and also with those people you're talking about, don't forget Serena. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, yeah. and I'm only shame that on because, me, but, shame but on But me. just in the sense of not not about the icons themselves, but again about who or what they represent. Right. You've got women athletes. You've got male athletes. You've got young athletes. You've got athletes of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know that covers a large large chunk of who's going to be buying your equipment for the next 15 years. Yeah. You're going to get these young ladies and girls who are, you've got Me Too going on. Mm-hmm. You've got someone like 
Serena Williams, who just had a baby and is going on her tear still. Yep. So you say, wow, we've got these amazing female athletes out there. I want to be an athlete. And I'm talking about the nine. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that 19 year old is going to say that. Yeah. I want to be like Serena. I want to get Nike. And, oh, and by the way, they're also socially conscious. So, so Colin Kaepernick isn't going to hurt that message. And then when you talk about people who are burning the merchandise, I mean, you know, how do you get the merchandise to burn? You got to buy it. So <laughs> they already bought the stuff. And then they're burning their own thing. So they're not hurting anybody. <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of Nike muggings. Yeah, I mean, I'll just laugh myself to the bank. Oh, look, you bought my, you bought my clothes to tear them up. In two years, it's just going to be something else that goes on eBay, just like ripped jeans. You know, I got ooh, I got a swishless <laughs> Nike shirt, but the Nike is still making money off of those people too. Right. So, but I, but the core thing that I think Nike's thinking is that we're we're targeting young, inclusive audience, and that's going to be larger than than not because just not to get a little political, but yeah, we. Although Trump won the electoral electoral college, he lost the popular vote. And as you said, there's the browning of America. It lets us know. And the reason we are in the climate we have now, because there's just a wave uh, of people are afraid. So just saying that the the people who are on Kaepernick's side are just going to grow and they're going to be younger Mm. and more of them. So Nike is getting that demographic locked in. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, I think we've, I think we're going to have more questions and this is something that's going to be talked about. I think for a while, uh, I am personally happy to see, uh, cap, uh, back out front and hoping, and we didn't get to talk about this and maybe we'll at some other point uh, soon, hoping to see that this is actually going to translate into him being back on the field because that's what I want to see. So, um, Bubba, Ibrahim, thank you both. Uh, Radio Sound family, it is time for us to get out of here. So we thank you for tuning in. We want to thank our engineers over at WCEV for making sure we come through loud and clear. We thank our engineer in studio, the impressive one, Ibrahim Baig. Uh, I'm your host and producer, Tariq Alamine. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. We remind you that the views expressed by the host and our guests are theirs and not to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Foundation. All right, family, we're going to leave you as we greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.